Lydia and I have been reading together, or I've been reading and she's been listening, uh, a middle grade uh, chapter book called Nugly. It's like Nugget and Ugly. It's about a little dog whose name is Nugly, as you might guess. It's actually Nugget, but he has this series of adventures, you might say, or misadventures. He leaves the home and family that he was born into. He runs away, actually, because he is afraid of being separated from them. He thinks he is unloved. He finds himself living at a zoo in Boston, befriending this porcupine, and, you know, it's all very silly. But anyway, he uh, defends the porcupine one night against a lion, and in the process, his face is severely damaged. He becomes ugly. He finds himself at a shelter and eventually gets adopted, and then some other stuff happens. Eventually, he settles on calling himself just ugly. He thinks that's how people see him, that that's all he is. For some people are cruel and call him that. Makes me think, too, of the Disney movie Moana, if anybody's seen that. I know I've talked about this before, but it is one of my most favorite Disney movies. There is a... I don't really know what you call her, a being, a creature, an earth spirit, Taka, and she has been treated badly. She has taken on a form that is scary, formidable. She's covered in uh, dark mud and spits fire. But that's not who she is either. Today, we're again in the Gospel of Mark, and Jesus meets another man who is uh, possessed by an unclean spirit or a demon, and this man is so at, um, disturbed, he's so unrested that no chains can contain him. He cries out. He lives in the tombs. I can't think of a worse place to live or a more isolated life. He is tortured day and night by whatever it is inside of him that is tearing up his spirit. When Jesus asks him his name, he doesn't even say his own name. He says legion means many, and it comes from the Greek word for an army. He is possessed and tortured by an army of demons, separated from his community. He has no rest, no peace, no family, no friends. He has nothing. And yet, this man recognizes Jesus. He clearly says, what do you want with me, Jesus, son of the most high God? Not everybody in the Gospels always knows who Jesus is. Yet this man, the tortured man, the unclean man, filled with demons, knows. And then Jesus works among him and frees him. 
He sends the tortured spirits into the pigs. The pigs go into the sea. This would not have made Jesus very popular, right, for those who owned the pigs. And kind of, I think, would be like a mess. You know, where would those pigs go? Would they just fester in the water? I don't know. Things I think about. Smells you don't really want. Like Nugly, like Taka in Moana, like this man possessed by spirits, we too sometimes forget who we are. Like Nugly, when we are kids, sometimes we are given terrible nicknames. I don't know if any of you had a bad nickname when you were little. I think it's especially unfortunate if your name rhymes with something else, you know, then you can get stuck with something. Or kids will point out again and again some mistake you made, something you did wrong, the lunch number you forgot. And as teenagers and adults, too, it's easy to get caught up in doing what we think we need to do. We may not be possessed by demons, but sometimes we get stuck chasing after more and more money, a better job, a better house, more power. If we could just get wherever it is we think we're going, then we'll be okay. All those things distort who we really are what it is we were made for. The series in Mark Before Lent, we've been talking about why church. And Jesus, in his interaction with the demoniac today, shows us that ministry through Jesus, ministry in Jesus' name, is to be about reconnection connecting others to God and to themselves, and about restoring people's identity. Church, we hope, should be a place where we come and we remember who we are, whose we are. And we find, again, we hope ample opportunities to find our purpose in life, to test out our gifts and skills in the gentleness of community, to try and fail and try again. We practice this this morning, baptism. In baptism, I think of it like we're sort of highlighting in big, bright lights the identity of the one being baptized. We proclaim in baptism that whatever identities the world might put on us, whatever identities we might distract ourselves with, our first identity, our core identity, who we really are, is a beloved child of God. And nothing can take that away from us. Nothing, Paul says, can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. And the world will try, won't it? But again and again, we are called to come back to the waters that hold us, that call us loved. 
That's what we've proclaimed today for Joe, and it is the promise proclaimed over you at your baptism, whether you remember it or not. And even if you've never been baptized, that is the promise God proclaims over you and is there for you to step into in baptism. So how do we live as baptized people? How do we remember daily who we are? Well, in both Nugly and Moana, it is the love and care of people that helps them remember who they are. Nugly finds a new family and he, in his mind, is still just ugly. But somehow, not ever even knowing that his first name was Nugget, this little boy who's full of patience and care, decides to call him Nugly. Taking both Nugget's past and the pain of his present and transforming it into the future. We do that here for each other, we hope, right, for church. We remind each other who we are. That's why we've been blessing each other at the end of the service for a couple of months now. In our presence here, in the peace of Christ, in our greeting one another, in our committee and leadership work, in all the ministries where we interact We are called to be different than the world and to act as people who are loved and who love others. So my challenge for you this week is to live in that love, in that reconnection, in the truth of your identity. One simple thing you can do is anytime you touch water, drink water, sea water, which probably is many, many times a day if we were to pay attention, use that as a hook to pull your mind to the gift of baptism. Imagine that water on your head and the blessing over your life. Imagine that the name tag on your chest says child of God. Connect with that blessing. Connect deeply and Let that blessing pull you into blessing others. Amen. Welcome, everyone, to the First Presbyterian Church podcast. We are First Presbyterian in Elizabethtown, Kentucky. And we are glad that you are here listening with us, and we'd love to hear from you. Um, We hope that your day will be blessed, and may the peace of Christ be with you.